Welcome back, GPS to God. We are glad that you all are with us. Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson, Ryan Gotro, Ty Dean back with us. We got the Adam Howard behind the scenes there pushing buttons and moving slides and whatnot. But uh, we're glad you're here. GPS to God.com. That's the website. We also have Instagram. We never update it, but go check it out anyway. And uh, you can email us, mailroom at GPS to God.com. Don't uh, worry about Instagram. You won't miss anything. I mean, it's, yeah, you're not going to miss it. It's <laughs> on there. It's out there. You can send us a message if you want to. We'll, we'll, we'll answer that. But yeah. They don't respond. Yeah. Uh, I respond on They this. don't respond. Don't not really. to me. Uh, well, I probably sent you a text message. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, go check us out. We're glad you're here. Yeah. Today, we want to welcome back Fano. Mm. Glad you're back, buddy. Glad to so, be here. Try to, keep, try to keep Missed your seat it. warm for you. Everything. We, I had to fill out, fill out a visitor card for <laughs> we, uh, Brother Matt came to me before Sunday service and had a little visitor card for me to fill out. It hurt deep. <laughs> I've been there on Sundays. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, uh, we talked about you uh, coaching basketball and yes, sir. going into the state playoffs. We're yes, going to touch some more on that yeah. in a few minutes, but glad yeah, you're back. For sure. It's been, glad to be here, man. It feel, feels like it's been a little while. Miss being here. Miss being here. The topic for the day, losing <laughs> with grace. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. even say it without smirking, huh? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Couldn't even let it he out. He tried. That, he tried. That, that might be a little bit of foreshadowing. <laughs> but we all lose, whether it's sports, something at work, something happened. Like, oh, yeah. We have all faced a hardship of losing or something not going our way. How do mm. we handle that? And do we do it in a way that... Uh, would please God and let others know that we we follow God or not. So we're going to talk a little bit about it today. But, uh, I mean, while we're on the topic, Stefano, <laughs> I, I, I want to say. Lead off of this? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I want to say. Yes, sir. Your team had a very good season. Did. And I'm going to steal a little bit of thunder because I'm going to throw out the stats you gave me. How, how many total losses did you all have on the season? We had nine. Nine total losses. Eight of those losses were to the top four, the final four teams in the state. That's, that's that impressive. Be, that would be correct. That is, I mean, you all were correct. a very good team. It, it was they're definitely overachieved, I thought. Overachieved. But it was, it was good. It was a really fun group. There were uh, two kids that are seniors that I've coached fifth, sixth grade, and then tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. So that was a kind of a bond there that made it, yeah. You know, equally as bittersweet or however you want to put it at the end. So it's it'll a, be weird not coaching them. So the the last game that you all lost that put you out yes. of the playoffs, you only lost by like a couple points, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, I think it ended up being eight. Okay, seven, eight, something like that. So. Which, from Played what good. I understand, was a great comeback anyways. It was a good game. It was a good environment. We lost to Notre Dame in Chattanooga. So, they had a pretty raucous crowd. So, it was a, it was a very cool environment to, for a high school basketball game. They had, like, a guy on a microphone, like, hyping up the crowd and everything like that. So, it was good. It was, good. It was fun. Now it was if fun. If we're talking about cool environments, you all's home games – are pretty cool, especially the introductions. I mean, they turn oh, the yeah. lights out in the gym. Oh, yeah. They have colored all spotlights. Red, yeah. They have smoke red machines. They have all kinds of stuff going. I mean, it it is. Y'all do it well right. Well worth we the try. money. We try. It's well, good. I mean, I, well I, worth I, the money. That that is. I mean, I didn't have to pay to get in. <laughs> yeah, I knew we somebody. Know. I knew somebody, but uh, you know, whatever it costs to get in, it's well worth the price of admission. Price of admission. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was good. It, it was a fun year. It was good. We just added those little things and everything before. Just for this year, so it was good. It was good. The smoke and all that stuff and the lights and everything. thought the kids enjoyed it. That's the most important thing. I Go will ahead, say, Tyler. like, no offense to Davidson Academy, but you don't yes. normally hear about their sports oh, as yeah. much. But for sure. I heard about this Davidson Academy basketball team, and, oh, yeah. I mean, that you hear about Very them, true. it means they're yeah. usually the real deal. So. Yeah, small, <laughs> small, small potatoes over there, but it was good. It was a, it was a fun year. They were a good, really good group to, to coach, so it was good. Today is Wednesday. You all played Today is Wednesday. Saturday, we played right? on Saturday. So still pretty fresh. Still fresh. Very fresh. Uh, Very fresh. It is. When you're coaching kids, I mean, yes. they're they're in high school. They are 
still kids, right? right? But after a loss like that, where they, you know, it, it's the most pressure of the whole season. You're in the state playoffs, close to the final four, and then you lose. What are you trying to like pass on to them? I mean, that sounds. I just, I'm just I, laughing at him laughing at. No, him. I, mean, no, I don't, I don't no, mean it to no, sound That's rough a great like question. That, I don't yeah. know if I even have an answer yeah. to it, but what? It's I just mean, a genuine it was, question. I it was. I mean, it was an emotional scene. I mean, it was. I mean, just to get because. With Davidson, they went to the state tournament. Two thousand was I wasn't coaching them, but it was two thousand fifteen, I believe. They lost like the first game in the final, like the game to get to the championship. So that was in two thousand fifteen. So this is the furthest, the the second furthest team uh, getting this far or whatever. So it was pretty emotional. You just have to, <clears throat> and it's tough, but you have to pull out the positives. Things like you know. The teams that are remaining, those are the teams that we lost to. So we didn't lose. I mean, outside of we lost to Station Camp, that was close to Thanksgiving. But um, you have to pull things like that, the positives and everything, and just make them realize that even though it hurts now, I mean, even me, I mean, when I graduated back in the old days when some of y'all <laughs> might not have been born, 1994, I can still remember Ooh. sitting there and thinking that <laughs> – in, the, in 1994 time. Yeah, man, I remember yeah, those whatever, days. Whatever. <laughs> so I remember where I was. TV. I remember the game. I remember, I think I remember the score and everything like that 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 went down, the team that we played against and all that. And it hurts. And it hurts in the moment, but you have to let them realize that it's only going to hurt for a little while. And that was kind of our, our ending speech was that it's all about the relationships, you know. So that's what You're, I was going to – ask about for your playing day when you were in their shoes right and same thing happened to you your season ends right and in the playoffs it always ends abruptly this right yes but when your season ends how is it different now or what did you learn when you went through that you're trying to tell them here's what to expect or here's the positives that it doesn't I mean it, it only hurts for a little while I mean out of that team I have like two of my best friends to this day were on that team like one is on Russell Mundy and Greg Lott. They're lifelong friends that I've been friends with close to 30 years, and they were on that team. So it's all about the relationships and stuff. You might not – you're, you're going to eventually get to the point, some people, unless you're a weirdo like myself, you'll forget the score, you'll forget who you played against and whatever the things that happen in the game. If you score 20 or if you score two, you're going to – eventually forget those things, but those relationships that you build being on a team, those last forever. So and it's tough. It's tough for them to it's tough to explain that to, you know, a 17, 18 year old. I remember some of our coaches saying the same thing way back then and I was like, Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's the end of the world. <laughs> we lost. The season's over. What am I gonna do? And all all this stuff. It'll it'll I mean it'll it'll hurt, but it it goes away. The most important thing is those relationships that you can carry throughout life hopefully. So that's what we try to tell them. And, you know, think of the positives, you know, nobody expected us to get that far except for the people in that locker room. I mean, you know, going into the season, I thought that we would be a good team, but nothing like that. That's the furthest I've ever gotten either as a player or as a coach. So you just have to take those small positives with you. And it's so hard to look at those positives. Like you're saying, I from <laughs> the state championship game down to when I lost first round of district senior <laughs> year in basketball. Like that's not mm-hmm. as big as I mean, I remember every play right from every <laughs> possession in the that basketball game. You know, it's like I can't mm-hmm. but that was not an important like right. game. I mean it was to me, it was my last game, but right. it, it, it's so hard to take away the positives because all it I'm is. thinking about in the moment is well, what moment. if what if this happened, or what if <laughs> that happened? It is. Or oh, yeah. it if is. I did this differently, it could right. maybe the outcome would have been different, you right. know. And it's just so hard. You're always focused on those negatives, so it's you hard are. to find those positives in it the, is. in the moment. It is. I guess it. Uh, I guess it just comes with age. I mean, as you get older, the most important thing is not you know a game. It's the relationships that you build and everything, and that's. Like I said, that's hard to explain. If I rewind back to my 16 or 17-year-old self, that would be hard to explain to me. So, And that's what I said. I was like, you're not going to understand this to those players. I was like, you're not going to understand anything I'm saying. Most of y'all might not even be listening to me. 
you know, what this old man that played back in the 50s or 60s or whatever they think of me, uh, <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't understand. But one day you're going to hopefully look back and be like, I remember what Coach Patterson was telling me. So that's all you can hope for. So so being an old man, did you ever get out there and practice and show him a thing or two? I know my limitations, so they probably don't think that I, but I mean, you know, I, I, I never, you know, I don't want to blow my other knee out or anything like that. Sunday, uh, Saturday mornings with what we do with the little <laughs> four on four, five on five, sometimes full court. That's, that's at my, those are my limits for these days, Daniel, as you know. <laughs> all, all I know is. We haven't played in a while, and it's going to – if and when we come back, it's, I mean, it's going to hurt. It's gonna I'm hurt. trying the to – The one time you go out there and you do that, what was the Disney movie? Was it Rookie of the Year in baseball with Dennis Quaid? <laughs> no. Uh, what rookie, was the name of the movie? Rookie of the Year is where he breaks his arm. Okay. Yeah. What's the movie uh, with Dennis uh, Quaid? Holds it. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie where Dennis Quaid, yeah. and he's uh, in Texas. The Rookie. The Rookie. Okay, I know he had a Rookie. Yes. See, you could be that. You just show up, and all of a sudden, someone's watching you. You're hitting three-pointers like it's going out of style. All of a sudden, you're in G League. No. <laughs> I was playing uh we were playing gotcha. I think that was on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Sunday night. No. No, it was Wednesday. Sunday, yeah, no, it was Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yeah, Sunday. yeah. We were playing gotcha probably probably for I mean five minutes. And like I got out first. My whole like hey, I had been running whole, around for forty five minutes. <laughs> I know you kids. were I, I know I had to be out first. My <laughs> whole my whole chest was like tightening up. Like I mean you and Russell were playing for a while. Playing, I mean it was I mean it was a I mean no more than like probably five <laughs> minutes, so I can't imagine even doing playing four and four on a Saturday morning. That's just gonna kill me. I so. just remember seeing Ty. He was number one, and he shoots and he misses and he doesn't <laughs> run after it. He just went and jogged over the ground. He's like, "Please, Russell, make this shot." <laughs> as soon as he made, he just passed it and walked away. <laughs> so Ty, when he came up here and sat down, he's like, "Thanks for inviting me on for this. Drag up a bunch of old memories." <laughs> yes, <and stuff. laughs> yes. But you his said, hurt was yeah. You said you lost in a state championship game, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. For senior football? year football, yeah. Senior year football, we lost in a state championship <laughs> game. Had an undefeated season up to that point, and that one hurt. And that one, I, I think, I, I think I learned a lot from that loss that kind of helped me in basketball when we end up losing my last game senior year. That game. now it wasn't as important as the state championship game. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but. Like, I can barely remember any of the football game. And you'd think it's the state championship game. and I, But it's almost, I remember, like, three or four plays. And the rest, I'm, like, kind of just, like, pushed out of my mind because I just – I it's so – like, I haven't even watched the game since it happened. And it, just, it was just brutal, a brutal loss. And so I, I, I don't know if I handled that one as well as, like, the basketball one. But it gave me perspective when it came to basketball season. Like, hey, you don't want to forget your last game. And you don't know if this because when you get to playoffs, it's you win this game, you're practicing again tomorrow, and it just feels like a the season's still going, like it's just a regular season. But if you lose, you're not. And like you said, it ends abruptly. And so, kind of looking back at football, I mean, like, well, I don't remember much of the game. I remember the, like the entire season, but not that game. And I would love to remember, that even though we lost, I would love to remember some highlights of the game, you know. Um, and so, I think I took that into basketball season as the season progressed and as it got closer to the end, I was like, okay, don't take this for granted. Um, and even though we did lose and it was tough loss and it was a close game and it, I was still able to, I'm still able to look back on it with fond memories thinking, well, yeah, I, I left it all out there this, this time. And I did in football too, but I can remember those examples of the hard work that went into the game and mm-hmm. just the dedication and, what it took to get to that point, even though we still end up losing. I, don't, I only have one memory of having something serious like that, and that was we were in a state championship too, but I don't remember it as serious y'all do because I was a freshman and I didn't see the field at all. So, But I remember like, man, this is what turf feels because we were at, <laughs> we were at uh, MTSU. And I remember being mad right. because we only had enough in a budget to have turf shoes for the starters, mm-hmm. so I didn't get turf shoes. Like, I had different reasons, but it wasn't anything serious. So did you <laughs> have the, like, 
the same were you hurt when the game was over or were you like I was hurt because you know I knew that our team made it that far mm-hmm. and that we were we established something but at the same time like I don't I think it would have felt differently if I was actually on the field or if I was doing something more important than making sure I wasn't past that white line you know get a penalty for the rest of the team <laughs> I think part of it too why it's so hard and why you is because of all the work and time and commitment yes. that's put into the f- yeah. you know, the point the time leading up to that point of the loss um when you have that much hard work and dedication and like even they say it all the time it's cliche like blood sweat and tears when well, it literally is mm-hmm. I mean, blood sweat and tears and uh it just hurts that much more knowing like i mean and, and then you you go back to thinking well like i said earlier like what if I had just done this a little bit better or what if this had changed and and you can't look at the what ifs you kind of have to move on move on from the what ifs and look well this is the outcome this is what happened how do I deal with it going forward um and like Svana said maybe that just takes time to realize um but yeah it's it's difficult it's hard yeah so we're using sure. a lot of sports analogies because yep. I'm surrounded by athletes here but how do you translate that from a, a sports example into something else into another part of life work or family or God your relationship with God have you all ever thought about that the crossover or learning a lesson from sports and applying it somewhere else play the Jeopardy theme that <laughs> there, uh, Adam. <laughs> I mean, well, you probably do and don't I mean, even think about it, yeah, right? That's, that's, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, technically, I mean, ty- you, fail, you fail every day. I feel like yeah. you, you try, you try to do your best. You try to be perfect because that's what we're asked to do. But you're gonna, I mean, there's gonna be sin that comes in your life. There's gonna be things where you fail every single day, and it's just you got to be able to. It's not the end of the world. Let go to let pray about it. Go to the next thing and do better. I mean, Ty is just starting out in his professional yeah. career. Mm-hmm. So he may not have faced a lot yet in that, but yeah. you guys yeah. ever faced anything at work that was super tough? Anybody ever been fired from a job? Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I was Adam, you say... ever been fired from a job? I got fired once from Hardee's. I was in tenth grade. Did I just, you earn it, Hardee's? Oh, did I earn it? Yeah, mm. I, I just didn't go. I mean, it was firing slash quit. I was just like, <laughs> I ain't coming back, man. I'm like... I got asked one time to go look for other jobs. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how I got to the job I have now, because they didn't have enough for me to do, and they didn't want to like pay me just to sit there. So instead of firing me, they like, I think you should take some PTO and go look mm. for other things. Yeah. Well, check check to see what your your opportunities are. Yeah. And I was like, so I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> Haven't gotten fired. I probably would have because there was a out of college. I worked at a civil engineering firm, and I was the last person that was hired in. And they were going to merge with another company. That's what started my that's a tough situation. hotel situation career. But I called when that I was going to be probably the first man out once the merge happened. That everybody wasn't going to yeah. survive this merge. So I went ahead and you read the tea. Went leaves. ahead and moved yeah. on. And then I heard after that there was like three people before I got hired got just axed. Once they merged, so I would have been a casualty of that if I would have stayed, but I got out before. So your kids, we're, we're go back to sports for a minute, are just starting to play. Really, they played for a little bit, but just starting to play. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of <clears throat> teach them to handle? Because right now everything is. It doesn't matter if it's playoffs, regular seat, like. The first game of the season, if they lose or they strike out, if it's baseball, whatever happens, like it's the end of the world. How do you kind of? I have a month to figure teach, that out. Teach them that. <laughs> like I have te- a month to figure that out. <laughs> how how do you teach your kids to handle that disappointment? Well, I mean, mine are probably a little young to kind of like Grant, for instance. Like last year, we would have to like tell him he'd always like kind of ask. We win that, we lose. And then with him, I mean, he's he was three at that time. So I could just tell him, well, yeah, we lost that one, but we have another game on Saturday. So it, it's just for him, it's just another opportunity to play. 
It doesn't matter about the result, even if we win or lose. He just wants to know when he can, like, play again. He has the same outcome regardless yeah, of the he's going to have the same. I mean, he just now, for upward, when we had our last game, he was like, he asked at the end, I was like, he said, uh, Dad, did we win? I was like, eh, we might have. They don't, they're not keeping score. We might have win. He was like, okay. I was like, but this is the last game. And then he just, he just, like, melted. I mean, putting the uniform on is a big deal, right? Yeah. At that age, it's just like, I'm a real player. You yeah. see this uniform? Like, <laughs> I, I have here. a feeling. I'm on the team. Lily hasn't gotten <laughs> anything like that before. I mean, she's gotten a uniform for cheerleading, but I don't think she really – like, she liked it and she was she cared about it, but as far as, like, having that real, like, I'm ready to do this, I don't know if it's there yet. Yeah. Now, with soccer, I think it's going to be different just because she – cried for about 15 minutes straight when we couldn't practice on Monday because it oh, rained wow. out. Oh, wow. So I'm curious how that's going to come out. <laughs> I think about, it's hard yeah. to – It's a hard, that's a hard thing to teach. You almost have to experience it and then be mm-hmm. taught in the outcome or the follow-up of the experience. Have some guidance. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, like Stefano was saying with his team, he can tell them like, "Look, guys, it's about the relationship stuff." But mm-hmm. you're in the like, in the right moment. after it, you're in the moment. You can't <laughs> let that go. And so, having some time to look back and reflect, and then you can, if there's a coach or a parent or who can help you and guide you through that, those emotions of losing or, or not getting what you wanted or why, like, why did this happen? It's you can look back and say, well, I handled that well, I didn't handle that well, but luckily I had someone who was able to kind of guide me through that. Your entire family is super athletic. Your dad was athletic. You are. You have two. Family of champs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Two sisters who are both athletes. You have a younger brother who's still in school who's an athlete. (laughs) Do you remember your dad coaching you through exactly what you said, like win, loss, whatever? giving you advice or, or kind of telling you what to expect? Yeah, I I, can't, I wouldn't be able to, like, pinpoint an exact moment, but I know he did because, obviously, he used examples from his own, you know, um, time in sports and basketball and, and whatnot. Of Actually, I do, I do have one particular example where I didn't handle it so well. I, I do remember it was 9 and 10 baseball. So you got you a know nerve ball I'm, thrown at him. You know how important <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This one does not have to do with that. Um, I should have said your mother is athletic as well when she wants yeah. to. Yeah. She, she She's got can a good get arm. 20, has yeah. a great arm, and she can get 25 great feet form. across the room in the blink of an eye. Yeah. That's some speed to her, too. You can, yeah. yeah. No, but like, I, I do remember, you know, I mean, you know how important 9 and 10-year-old baseball oh, is? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. you know, Say you no go more. to the park and you think it's. Well, that's the first age that it's kid pitch, yeah. so that's a big yeah. deal right So we were playing. My not, I was nine, and we were playing the best team in the league at the time. And they had – I mean, they were stacked. They hadn't <laughs> lost a game, and they, I don't think they had even won a game by less than, like, six or seven runs, um, which in baseball is a huge margin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can't remember exactly what happened, but I think I'm, I might have struck out or something or not. Or I couldn't remember. And my dad was getting on to me about whatever, whatever situation had just happened. And I kind of like brushed him off and didn't care about what he was saying and stuff like that. Cause, and then we ended up losing like 22 to one. Um, I mean, it was like embarrassing and it was a doubleheader. And I think we lost the next game like 20 to nothing. So it was like, and I think he benched me. Um, like I didn't get to play the rest of the, the, that game. Your dad was a coach. Yeah, he was a coach. <laughs> and so I was so mad in the car and his lesson leading up to that was like, look, you can't, the way you acted, the way you handled that situation is not how you're supposed to be handling it. No, no matter what, if it goes your way or not, that's not how we're supposed to handle these things. And right. so I remember like laying in the back seat, laying across the back seat of my car, just burying <laughs> my face and I'm like not looking at him, not talking to him. Like I was so mad at him. Um, but looking back, it was he taught me like, yeah, look, that's like even when things don't go your way, you have to take it head on. You know, you can't just sulk and pout and oh, that's. Yeah. too bad for me like no i i mean things are gonna go wrong and i'm gonna lose some here and i'm not gonna get the outcome i wanted here but um what matters is how you react to that because other people see that i mean that transcends sure. sports right it and does. everything else other people are gonna see how you respond and 
how you carry yourself through that discipline. That's the hardest. Anybody can yeah. win yeah. and be happy and stuff. But when mm-hmm. stuff doesn't go your way, when you lose or you know something goes against you, how do you handle yourself? That's the that's the tougher part. You know, you say uh, you, you you point at me and like, oh, your family's a family of athletes, and fam- you said family of champs, right? <laughs> well, let me give you a little little secret here. Okay. My dad lost in the state tournament in basketball when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost. I made the state championship in football and I lost. So he was able. We were able to like he was able to like kind of help me. Gu- I guess you said guide me through that lot. Like, listen, I know it's 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 terrible. It sucks. It's like. Are we allowed to say sucks on this podcast? Yeah. Sorry, mom. There's probably been worse things that have been edited out. (laughs) Sorry, mom. (laughs) No, but like it's no fun, right? Like, I mean, you worked so hard and you didn't get the outcome you wanted, right? And so we were able to go through that together. And then me and Krista get over here and they win a state. When they make a state championship, they win a state championship in soccer. And so me and my dad are on the losing side of the, in the family, and my sister's on the winning side. So, that so it's difficult. Is better than it you. is very difficult to handle <laughs> that loss. Like yes. that's almost worse than losing yeah. the state championship itself. Oh, like yeah. knowing my sisters have a state championship yeah. green, and me and my dad are sitting over yeah. here like, well, gosh, we couldn't get it done. Because that's in the so, house. That's in the yeah, house, man. Yeah. That's in the house. You get reminded of that, I'm sure. Was, has Did it ever been brought up? Oh, like, it's been brought up. Oh, yeah, it's been brought up. I don't want to blind you real quick. And that's another... Could be careful how you react to that situation. <laughs> did Mia ever win? Any, did, did they go? Oh yeah, sh- no. Okay. Mia Mia won soccer her senior year. Okay, which was um, Krista's sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Same so team. they were on the same team. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. What about mm. with Carter? Because he's yeah, it's tough. So Carter is uh, twelve, and he is kind of just at the like you guys said, little kids. They just want to be on the team. I got mm-hmm. a uniform. Mm-hmm. Well, I get to play against that. I don't care. Where's mm-hmm. my popsicle? Right? Like, That's what like, I felt like in softball yeah. last Concession year. Concession stand. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, he, he went through that stage, but now he's at the age of it's starting to mean something. So, basketball season uh, this year, he lost in the championship game, lost mm-hmm. by two points. It was his best game of the season. Like, he played his best game, uh, but we lost by two points. And he's crying after the game and stuff because, I mean, it – they invest so much. Uh, football, he, he didn't – so he played for school. This is his first year being on a school football team. Uh, and he was a seventh grader. He didn't play a lot, right? He's mm-hmm. the youngest guy out there. Uh, and he's big, but he's not as big as the guys that are older than him. Uh, so he didn't play a lot uh, in football. Uh, he played some, but, you know, he wasn't – like Ryan said, when you're not out there, mm-hmm. it's – you know, you're just trying to make it through practice every day, mm-hmm. really. Um, but yet it's guiding him here when things, so football for an example, yeah, guiding him through, look, man, I know you're not playing, but you're not supposed to play. You're the young guy. Yeah. Like you have to put your time in. Yep. You're learning how to, you know, play on a football team, how to play your position, how to do all this stuff. Like you're supposed to learn, go out there and try your best every single day. That's yeah. it. You got to treat, you know, practice like your game. That's your time to make an impression on the coaches because yep. that's the only time they're going to see you. Mm. Um, so, you know, teaching like trying to guide him through that kind of stuff because that's a disappointment. He's like, I'm out here at practice every day. I haven't missed yet, but I don't get to play. Yeah. And only eleven guys get to walk out. <laughs> you got fifty guys on the team. You only get to send eleven. So there's a lot not going out there. There's a lot of people out there too that just think, oh, well, because my because I'm here. And I showed up. That's mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Sometimes that's not enough. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to his credit, like, because uh, he was playing on the offensive and defensive line, mm-hmm. and there's just guy. You know, I asked him at the beginning. Uh, I was like, you know, the guys playing in ahead of you, are they bigger than you? And he's like, oh yeah, they're way bigger. Like the eighth graders are way bigger than me. And I was like, so I mean, just go out there. And I was like, you're a tackling dummy, right? But go out there and you got to learn. Get tougher. Do what they're doing. The Make guys it hard that are for playing. But uh, he he's went to the coach at practice. This was maybe halfway through the season, and he said, "Hey, coach, uh, I want to try kicking because I think I can do as good as the kicker we have. Can I work on it in practice?" And the coach let him do it. And Carter took the kicking job <laughs> and did it. And he ended up breaking his hand a couple weeks after that and had to quit kicking. But I was like, "That's mm. you know doing those lessons too of." Contribute where you can. Do what you can do. So, you know, and it's same kind of thing. Uh, when you lose a game, 
you know, were you being a good teammate? Did you do everything you could do? Like the, the championship game in basketball, played his best game of the season. I think that was his season high in points and everything. Uh, played good defense. He, I mean, he did everything he could. I was like, there's nothing else you could have done. Sometimes you just lose the game, right? So, I mean, it, it, now is when he's in that moldable age and it's right. going to – and also teaching him, like, he's real uh, laid back and not uh, real aggressive or anything. For him, what we've been working on is being aggressive when he's out there and kind of teaching him you can be aggressive in sports and not be mean. Mm -hmm. There's a difference, right? Um, you don't have to be dirty. You don't – but – he, his advantage is his size. You mm -hmm. know, he's not the fastest guy out there, but he, he's a big guy. It's like, you have to use that to your advantage. And, you know, if that means you're bodying somebody up, you can do that and be aggressive but not be mean. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to teach him those kind of things too. Yeah. Of, you Take know, advantage of it while you being, can. Being competitive. Be longer uh, goes into it. Yeah. It might not, but average out. Yeah, but, you know, being competitive and using the tools that God gives you right. to the best of your ability. And it kind of helps as well just with me coaching-wise. There, there's lessons to be learned in those disappointments, like last year, for instance, the same team, and we had like several, probably six guys that were on this team's, this, this year's team were on last year's team. So last year, and it's be a short story, but we – finished the season and we had a home game first round of our district and everything and we were gonna the thought was that we had already beat this team twice and we were just gonna blow through them whatever and advance on to the districts or whatever so they come over to our place and they beat us by like 30 and I know Ty you were talking about like abrupt endings like that I, there was nobody in our locker room that thought that 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 our season would just be ended just like that I was it, I mean we were down probably 30 in the, at the third quarter so we're just sitting there and like this is gonna be it I mean we hadn't planned on it or anything like that but I mean I think there were some kids on their team and they they'll probably say it themselves we talk about like not giving your all there were a lot of people that played that game that just kind of walked out there with the uniform on and thought that they were just gonna we were gonna automatically win so there was regret that I could see in those people and it was a good in those players, rather, it was a good lesson. So our message in the locker room was that you have to take every opportunity to – I mean, we sat there. Our locker room was close to the visitors' locker room, and they were all hooting and hollering because they had just ended our season. So we just sat there in silence and kind of uh, – Kevin, who's the head coach, just had us just sit there and, like, listen to them celebrate. And he was like, just remember that because, you know, we weren't ready to play, but – the lesson learned is that you have to play every possession. Every time you're out on the court, you have to play like it's your last or else this is a result. So those lessons in disappointment as far as sports go, you know, you can take those hard times and kind of turn them around because for this season, day one of practice, we said, okay, it's a new year. We know how last year ended. We don't want to end like that. But that's not up to us. It's up to y'all giving max effort every time the balls are tipped up. So, Do you think it's harder to experience that as a player or as a coach? Where as a coach, you're, you're, you've are you already gone through it before, but you're also seeing these kids that might have gotten it take, or taken that experience for the first time. Where you're having to now, instead of you being experiencing it, you're trying to, not, you're trying to help them out getting through it. Probably as a player, I would think. Right. Because as a coach, I mean, it still it still hurts me, but I can see like the big picture. Yeah, I can see the big picture. I can look. I can look back. Like I can look back and concentrate on the teams that we shouldn't have beat this year and the progression of you know the guys that started here in June, whenever we had summer ball or whatever to. November or yeah. from November to like February and see gotcha. that progression for each and every player. But I don't think right now that those players think that way. Yeah. They don't think like uh, take for instance, like Jamison. Jamison was a completely different player at the end of last year than he was at the end of this year. And I saw he progressed and 
throughout the summer and the hard work and all this many hours it took for him from go to junior year Jameson to senior year Jameson was oh, yeah. was like night and day. Um, so I can see that progression in him, but I think probably right now it's probably like the world is falling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, one thing you said that <clears throat> is the crossover from a sports example to your walk with God and how you follow God, work, whatever else is – not giving max effort, and then having regret after that because mm-hmm. you know you missed an opportunity. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, that is what crosses yeah. it, whether it's, you know, something at work that you could have obtained or could have chased or whatever, but especially walking with God, telling somebody else about God mm-hmm. and getting home that night, sit on the couch and be like, I missed that opportunity. Yeah. I easily could have said, let me tell you about God or here, you know, an easy chance, the door was wide open, mm-hmm. and I just let it go. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the crossover, having yeah. that determination. And, uh, you, you know, it's a desire. Uh, it, it's attitude, uh, right. but, you know, not missing those opportunities and taking advantage of not just going through the motions. You got to yeah. be intentional with it. Yeah. I think it's all about learning from your losses. Like what I'm hearing us say right. is like, you know, you, you can sulk and you can – pout and you can whine about well I did, this didn't go my way or this didn't this wasn't what I wanted and it's very selfish to look inward Absolutely, like, yeah. obviously it's okay to have a little bit of that right or else you right. wouldn't care right or right. So you just brush it off right but if you don't take those losses and think about okay there's a lesson to be learned here like you were saying if I missed that opportunity well, next time I'm able to look for more opportunities. Next time I might see two opportunities, whereas mm-hmm. the first time I saw, I only saw one that I didn't take advantage of. But the next time it's like, oh, no, there were two here, and mm-hmm. I'm able to you know, grow in spite of the loss. And mm-hmm. it's just it's definitely dependent on your outlook. Like your outlook cannot be all about yourself. It's got to be, okay, how can I learn in the situation that I'm in? Right. Um, and just... How can I grow through that? Sure. And I, I equate that, I mean, just from sports analogy to family analogy, like I take just Lori and I having kids. Like we got married in 2009. You know, the attitude was that, you know, you get married, you have kids. That's how it works. You get married a year after that, boom, you have kids and everything. It's automatic. So it's just automatic. Yeah. That that that's what happens. That's the progression. That's what's going to happen. You know, um, it was all about like our timing, my timing, Lori's timing, and everything like that. We didn't necessarily seek God for that during that time. So when it didn't happen, and just looking at close friends of ours that were having kids, we'd always used to joke. We'd be like people are like sneezing and then they're pregnant or whatever. And we've, been, <laughs> we've been trying or whatever like that. So, I mean, it was a, I mean, it was born in 2014. So from 2010 to 2014 from procedures and money for procedures and all this other stuff that we went through until we completely gave it up to God. That's, that's when we realized that we're either, it's not up to us. If it's in the cards that we're going to have kids, it's your will. If we don't have kids, it's your will. Until we both had that mindset, that's when we noticed a change, not only in ourself and our marriage, just and it drew us closer together, but just it's just a reminder, a constant reminder. And I would love to say that after all that went down, I was completely changed and Everything's about God's time. I'm still a selfish person. I am. But that's the one lesson that I can draw from that is that um, until we completely let it go and let it be in God's hands, it was it was causing us to be further apart. Isn't it funny how that happens? I mean, funny is not the right word, but we get hit rock bottom and or close to it in whatever mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. We finally turn it over to God. Mm-hmm. He carries us through, and a lot of times better than we even wanted. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's all about me again. Right. I'm back in right. charge. Right. It's, I'm back, baby. Right. Like, it's, 
and, and then we go through that same cycle again. For sure. It's like, why am I so stupid? Yeah. Like, why am I not? I was going to say, uh, why, why shouldn't we just, instead of being like that, like, oh, I'm back in charge. Oh, that was, right. ooh, that was a close <laughs> right. one. Why wasn't it more of like, man, if I would have just stopped what I'm doing right. and just laid it out there for him to take care of it, it probably mm. would have been taken care of already. Right. But we work harder to make sure it's on us. Right. So. So we're going to roll it back to sports for a second. I mean, we worked for 40 minutes to get off of sports into real examples. But <laughs> we just got there. Yeah. I mean, we were... Yeah. I was about to bring okay. up... We were doing so good. I, I was about one. to bring up Joe. I, I, I mean, golly, one. we were... Well, I mean, if we you want to bring him up, bring him up. <laughs> but uh, I, we, we got to... Since we're on the humble train here, we got to roll it back to Ty being humble. Mm, mm, mm. I think you were probably out of school... Playing softball, so adult men's league softball, your first season, your dad is in the bleachers behind you. I'll let you tell the story. Yeah, he loved my first, first one. When was this? Was, oh, so I wasn't even playing yet. So I, I, don't, I remember this story, I think. This was, I think I got told this a couple times. I can't remember when this was. I think Ty I was is a great athlete. Let's say that again. We said it earlier. That he is. That exceptional he is. athlete. Yes. Ty is just picks it up and oh does gosh. just wonders with it. Very Not true. the first month. So <laughs> softball, I have, like you said, and I'm not trying to brag, but I've always been very... I'll brag for you. He's great. <laughs> very <laughs> exceptional when it came to sports. Um, and like you said, like Ryan, you said, it just came naturally. Like anything I picked up, a football, a basketball, a baseball, just, it was always natural. Except when it came to softball. I was like, I thought it would transfer over super easily, like right from baseball, right into softball. I mean, it's slow like pitch. It's, I mean, a guy's throwing it, it under. Yeah, yeah, lobbing it. It's tea time. Let's go. It's 40 and 50-year-old men <laughs> trying to throw me out on the bases. Like, ain't no way. This you got a guy at third base hard. with knee braces like, on. This is, I see y'all playing out there, and I'm like, <laughs> my gosh, yeah, you can hit the ball far, but yeah, they're throwing it 20 miles an hour. Of course you can hit the ball far. Anybody could hit the ball. So I get out there, and the first practice, I didn't hit a pitch i mean i didn't even make contact like i mean and i probably went through two whole buckets of balls and bucket was probably 40 balls i almost 100 balls that i went through and i couldn't even make contact and they were trying to teach me things and i was like it doesn't matter what you say right now i'm not gonna be able to hit this ball i don't know what it was i just in my mind it was you know baseball is coming in so fast the timing difference of a swing and a softball swing, it's a little bit different swing too the timing is so much different it's just it's just more difficult. And some people can maybe catch on, but I could not catch on for a whole month. I mean, and so three practices went by, and I still had not made contact. Then we get into games, and I'm swinging, and I'm just swinging and missing, like whiffing. Like, I mean, it is. And I'm and they're putting me in leadoff because I'm the fastest. And I'm like, so I'm the leadoff's getting up there and just striking out. So finally, I'm just like, I'm just going to walk. I mean, I'm just going to watch pitches. Like, I didn't even swing a couple games. So my dad is loving it because, like, <laughs> His whole life, he's seen me do very well in sports, and so he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, like watching the phone me out taking videos yeah. of this, like <laughs> watching me yeah, struggle. You're I mean, remember this for your life. He's showing up to games and like egging on the other team, like because I'm like, <laughs> like you would think, you would think that he's a parent on someone on the other team. That's what he's. I mean, he oh. is I'm laughing in the stands. I'm striking like he, that. A boy, Dennis. Yeah, so I like it. Third or fourth game, I finally reach a milestone. I had a foul tip. Nice. Uh, that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a big achievement. I do remember that. Yeah, I remember tipping the ball and like I turned around, like pointed at everyone. I was like, "Did you see that? I got it." And then it did slowly come. The next couple games, I started, you know, hitting the ball a little bit better and and actually making contact and getting base hits and stuff like that. But yeah, so the first month, I could not do anything and saw except field. I couldn't hit. My dad loved it and showed up to every single game watching me fail. And <laughs> since then, I don't think he showed up to another game. Like he, he's like, oh, he's getting good yeah, at it. Exactly. As soon as I, as soon as I like, <laughs> he's like, you're excelling at it. It's, like, it's not fun anymore. As I think soon I got, as it clicked, I got other things he was like, do. okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm Yeah, I'm gone. I'm go- he didn't have anything we, to laugh we at. We have anymore, a young so. kid now. I'm gonna go to his games. <laughs> so yeah, that was I will I will say that was very frustrating. Um, I said frustrating and annoying that I couldn't get it done. Um, but and then Stefano, I. Someone mentioned it. I think it was Stefano, but you know, there's a it's a timing thing. You know, mm-hmm. like or Daniel, you said you have to work at something, or I, I don't mm-hmm. want to have to work. I just want to. I just want to be there. Like I want it now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no patience involved and no hard preparation and work to get to the point. It was like I think here I am, this athlete who I think I'm good at all these sports, and I can't get this. Well, I should be good at this, mm-hmm. right? So I 
but mm. it was just a practice thing. I needed to go. I needed to watch more pitches and hit more balls, get the timing down, get the repetition of swinging a, more of a softball swing instead of coming out of a baseball swing. And, and it was just that process and development and work that kind of led to overcoming that obstacle, overcoming that hump. I mean, you hear stories about uh, professional athletes all the time where, where they talk about guys that come to training camp or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, that guy, he was the most talented guy at his position, but didn't work at it. Just thought he was good, you know, yeah. all through school, through. through college and stuff. He was just <laughs> the best, at, best athlete, didn't have to work. Now he's with guys best in the world, and he's got to put the work in and doesn't know how or can't do it, and mm. he's out. He's gone. So, yep. I mean, it is. And that's something, like, I tell Carter. Carter is not the most gifted athlete on the field, right? Yeah. He's never been on any team he's been on, but he's always been a very, very good contributor but it's because I'm telling dude, you got to outwork, you know, people. These eighth graders that are bigger than you, you got to do more than they're doing. And, you know, trying to instill that part of it of, yep. you know, the skill is going to come. It's going to be what it's going to be. But your yeah. work, you pick how hard you work. Mm -hmm. That's got nothing to do with anybody else. Yeah. yeah, and how is your attitude in the situation as it's going? You know, like like we said, it could have a selfish and all about me mm -hmm. attitude and me, me, me. But is my attitude one that's uplifting not only to myself but to others around me? Right. And is it one of um, an attitude of wanting to learn and wanting to grow um, in in this in the period of time where you're having to do that hard work? Yeah. I was going to say, you know, there's examples in the Bible where we see disappointment over and over again. And what what is the saying saying when um, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Mm. I mean, there's we, we're all dumb, apparently, because <laughs> we have to go and fail ourselves first and not look to the main example Guilty. we have. Yeah, I mean, you see it in the Bible all the time, and more specifically, Job. I mean, you go through his life, and it's all just the worst possible outcomes you can imagine. I mean, it's one after the other, too. Like, you would think in our situation, what we've talked about right now would be our rock bottom, mm -hmm is what we're talking about. His was even, I mean, it was like rock bottom after rock bottom after rock bottom, but he was always, you know, looking to the Lord. Like, this is the Lord's will. Whatever God is putting, I mean, he was always giving praise to God, and it's like even though God was taking all this away from him mm -hmm. um, or allowing Satan to take it all away from him. Right, yeah. Uh, his attitude throughout it was just, well, no matter what happens in my life, God is the most important thing, um, more important than all his family, all his property, his possessions, all of it. Until he had absolutely, even when he had absolutely nothing, his most important thing was the Lord. And, that, and that's a big thing we need to focus on, too. Um, and there's more examples in the Bible, too, but that's just the biggest one. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but it's just very important for us to, in those situations, no matter how big of a loss it is, and it's easy to say this, it's more, it's harder to put into practice, but we need to have the perspective and think about, okay, even though I'm in this, whatever situation it may be, even though it may be the worst situation I've been in my life, for some reason, this is a part of God's plan. And he sees the bigger picture, like Stefano sees the bigger mm -hmm. picture for his team, right? He can look mm -hmm. back. God knows the bigger picture is going on. We can only see in this moment, like a player on the team. Mm -hmm. We're in the moment. It's the worst possible moment of our life. God's the coach, and he sees the big picture, and he knows, yeah, it's bad right now. But later on, and maybe not in this life, but later on it gets better. And it, we always need to keep that in perspective. I, mean, I sure. was going to say the same thing. It's temporary. Right. It doesn't matter if it goes on. Mm -hmm. You know, It's the worst day of your life, the worst week, the worst month, the worst year. That is a very short-term thing. And it's it's gonna it's gonna pass, and it's gonna pass. It'll, it's always hard in the moment, but looking you back, you're always like, I mean, it wasn't it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. I got through it, right? It's I'm better now, so it's a temporary thing. It's gonna yeah. be better, and that happens either as, as us as kids and us as adults too. I mean, we have different seasons that we that we think that are going to be. You know, oh man, this is going to be the rest of my life. This will be happening, and yeah. but the more we think that way, the further away from God we're getting. We just have to have that saying, and I'm definitely preaching to myself yeah. in yeah. that. So, 
We all are. So uh, we yeah. hope you preach to yourself. Let us preach to you a little bit today. But, uh, you know, if you're going through hard times, they're going to pass. It's not going to last that long. Don't just go through the motions. Have a purpose and, uh, you know, give it your all. And look for those opportunities God is setting in front of you. We're going to finish with the Bible verse just like always. We're in the book of Psalms today at the very end. Psalm 149. And this is... a. Uh, Verse 4, for the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with salvation. So you are one of God's people. So be humble in the good times. Work hard in the bad times. He's got you covered. That's all there is to it. And if if you're a great athlete and you switch over to the softball field, (laughs) it might not come in the first month or so, but keep working at it. You'll be great. Now I'll give I see you some pointers. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll work yeah. on getting the foul tip. Hit, hit us. Forget uh, about that guy on the bleachers. It's just making fun of everybody. It's kind of hard to forget can. about when you have to go home to him. <laughs> oh, you know, because he's time. your dad. S- send us an email. You think the Good guy stuff. who should be your biggest supporter? You know, <laughs> send us an email. We'll put you in touch with Ty. He can give you some pointers if yeah. you happen to find yourself in that situation. Yeah. yeah. But I will say now, Ty can. I mean, he can miss hit a ball in the infield and he still gets on first base before the actually that was the only that's up. how I started that's how I started getting on base was a swinging bunt basically swing hit it I mean even they field it just outrun it someone was, should have just taught you how to like just slap it yeah I, I almost I kid you not I almost switched to left-handed because I was like right hand is not working out at all left-handed it's got to be better ties like this. Ryan can do that he's left-handed I can I was do that like, too that's probably better for me I was like I mean girls slap bunt and softball all the time I'll just learn how to do that and that's all I'll do yeah, I mean if you hit it down the first baseline they ain't catching you yeah no, they ain't catching you yeah that's, well, a good, that's a good time. Thanks for joining us. Hope you got something out yeah. of this. We had fun. Stefano, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, glad, glad to be back. back. Ty, glad welcome back. back. Glad Thanks for taking the seat. Yeah. You're here. Yeah. And, uh, tough, tough, uh, tough topic. But was. Yeah. Yeah. was. You got to kind of talk bad about yourself a little bit. But, hey, we're, we all came through. We're good. <laughs> yep. Keep your heads up. So, You want to try it again I'll or do are you it. done? All right. Uh, let, let's see it, Ryan. Drum roll. We love you, but God loves you more. See you next week. Yep. We're out. It did not go like that last week. Nope. (laughs) Thanks for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you leave a rating or review on whichever app you happen to use. Also find us on YouTube and be sure to subscribe to our channel.